Hey, what's up? Today we're going to talk about the stock market continuing to crash. This is the worst Christmas in a long time for the stock market. You can see the S&P 500 is minus 2.71%. It looks like crypto is unaffected by that, so that's good. We also got some price predictions that Bitcoin could have a mini rally all the way to $4,800 before crashing to the final capitulation at $1,760 sometime in March 2019, three months from now. Also, the crypto fam thinking we might pump to 5,500. So it looks like a lot of smart traders, again, not the average person, but a lot of people that were right before um, are saying that right now we might have a mini rally to $5,000, $5,500 per Bitcoin before crashing below 3K to the final capitulation for Bitcoin sometimes in the next three months. So this is going to be interesting. Also, the Japanese stock market crashes 5%. Um, Donald Trump is somehow involved with that. So <laughs> also, we got some FUD article on CCN that Wall Street is backing out of crypto. Also, Bitmain is firing a massive amounts of people, hundreds of their employees, shutting down their uh, Bitcoin cash client and mining, something like that. Um, yeah, just... Play, yeah, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, like they say, right? Also, uh, we got GMO losing hundreds of millions of dollars trying to compete with Bitmain on Bitcoin mining. Yeah, also, uh, we got an article here discussing the year in review, how holding Bitcoin actually outperformed 40 out of the top 50 cryptocurrencies in 2018 and how the S&P 500 is at the 200-week moving average. And right now, it's at a crossroad since the first time in 2011. So we'll see what's up with that. Yeah, let's get started. Um, hope you're having a happy Christmas. Hope that you guys are enjoying it. And uh, yeah, man, it's nice to see people being nicer to each other just because it's Christmas. I enjoy that. So today, Bitcoin is at $3,884. Ripple is at $0.38.8. Cents. Ethereum at $135. Bitcoin Cash is pumping up 13.24% at $184. Biggest gainers are Eternal Token doing something shady, Polymath, Linksy, Linky, and Bitcoin Cash. Okay, I see. Yeah, let's dive right in. So the S&P 500 down 2.7%. Uh, I mean, everything is just crashing so hard in the stock market. It's awesome. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> the Dow Jones is minus 2.91%, minus almost 3%. You can see just a waterfall of red. Okay, so let's talk about the theory by Murad Mahmoudov about why we're going to pump to 4,800 before going to 1,700 in the next three months. Um, he looks, he says, one of the possible several scenarios, he's not saying this is going to play out, he's saying that he's, it's possible to play out. You can see here we had what he called in 2014, he looks at the previous Bitcoin bottom, he says we had a baby capitulation with head on shoulders, goes below the lowest core gust D, so he looks something in technical analysis, right? And we went to the top of the gusty core top, which uh, so we had the mini capitulation to let me see, two hundred and eighty dollars roughly, and then we went up to four hundred and forty bucks. So we went up like sixty seventy percent, right? And then we crashed um, from the mini capitulation. Let me see, this is about two eighty, right, all the way down to one seventy. So this is minus like forty percent from the previous capitulation, right? To the final capitulation which was around $177 per Bitcoin. So he looks at that and if you look at it right now we're, we're seeing the same thing play out right now something very similar. We have like head and shoulders here 
and then we started to go down here you see we did the head and shoulders so if you look at it you look at the same metric the core gus d and you look at the top of it the top of the range and then you look at the bottom you can see here that uh, the mini capitulation was at three thousand two hundred dollars per bitcoin right so in 40 percent drop from here about the same range right it would take us to pump first all the way up to four thousand eight hundred and then we're going to crash to $1,760 per Bitcoin in March. So that's going to be exciting, man. I really hope it does happen. Going to be a great trading opportunity to short once we get to the $5,000 range, right? If we do get there, he says, might be too obvious, though. We will see. Let me see. Also, people are saying now in the comments, it's interesting. People are saying, but no, this is not true there was no backed in 2014 and also no regulator regulatory regulatory tsunami in sight also there was no this and this four years later adoption is starting to kick in and then um, people are saying agreed the fundamental difference is huge i personally believe final capitulation might be a lot higher okay cool and then here's what stop groupthink says <laughs> interesting username he says you are overvaluing that this market is different narrative we are still undergoing a major flush and negative sentiment. But, and all these things won't matter for a couple of years, not to mention approaching a recession environment. Demand will be low for a long time. And then Murad agrees, says, yep. So, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think that people overvalue the fundamental side. Um, and a lot of it is just the market playing out the market cycle, you know, like the extreme euphoria and the extreme desperation. We're just going through that regardless of the fundamentals. And also add to it the fact that the stocks market is crashing. That doesn't add much to, to crypto right now, right? Also, the crypto fam says something similar. He thinks that um, we might, he says we have here a head and shoulders, same thing. But then according to him, he thinks we might go all the way up to $5,500 per Bitcoin. We'll see if it does happen. Let me see. Okay, now the stock market continues crashing. I don't want to bore you too much, but the Japanese stocks uh, plunged. The Nikkei 225 fell by 5.1% in one day. The Shanghai Composite Index lost 2.1%. Let me see what else. Yeah, and then U.S. stocks are, track, are on track for their worst December since 1931 during the Great Depression. This is like 80 years ago crazy Let's see the only problem our economy has is the fed the president said on twitter they don't feel they don't have a feel for the market they don't understand necessary trade wars or strong dollars or even democrats showdown over borders the fed is like a powerful golfer who cannot score because he has no touch he can't put wow this is so crazy that he's blaming the, the entire state of the market on one company or one regulator right pretty crazy when you think about how much power there is now, also this FUD article on CCN, Wall Street is backing out of crypto. It's They're trying to show, portray things in a negative way. I mean, if you look at it, um, they like Goldman Sachs, for, for example, they invested, they led a $57 million Series B investment in BitGo, um, custodian firm, right? So they do invest in the space. And they say, fast forward to a year later, and Goldman is yet to offer crypto trading. So what I see right now is these companies are still going into the space but they're not rushing to launch their products yet. They're still waiting to see what's going to happen. So that includes Goldman Sachs, Citigroup, and Barclays. Um, so yeah, just a FUD article, which has some truth to it. 
Now, also, um, speaking of FUD, uh, Dovi1 talking here about the Bitmain layoff is out now from local source. Uh, Dunn said it's time for Phoenix raises from ashes, okay? So basically, the layoff impacted the Bitcoin Cash client and mining the most. Um, and then also, Beijing office is cut to 300 from 1,000 plus, and Shenzhen is going to cut to 200 from 700 employees. So they're basically firing like the vast majority of their employees, it looks like. This is crazy. It's like 700 plus 500. That's 1,200 employees. That's most of their employees. So yeah, not an easy time for Bitmain right now. They've been screwing up so bad in 2018. I mean, they kind of had it coming. This is something also that I'm kind of worried about when it comes to Bitcoin fundamentals. I mean, having the biggest miner in the space going through issues with their IPO, going through financial issues, and also shilling like a random altcoin that he created, right? Like if it if it falls down, I don't know. It's probably not going to affect Bitcoin in a good way in the short term in terms of price. In terms of in the long term, could be a good thing, but in the short term, I don't know. Also, GMO lost two hundred and eighteen million dollars trying to make ASICs to compete with uh, with Bitmain. Then they gave up, and then also they lost another one hundred and four million dollars trying to mine with them. Man, mining is such a such a you know dog eat dog business not not recommended yeah so they lost a lot of money trying to compete with that also alex kruger is saying the s p 500 is right now sitting at the 200 week moving average for the first time since 2011 the weekly hasn't been this oversold the rsi since 2008 next support is at 2050 for the s p 500 which is right now at 2345 so yeah that's another pretty serious drop of like what 16 percent, something like that so yeah we'll see what's up with the with the S&P 500 also the crypto fam saying here in before the fed prints money to squeeze all the late equities short sellers for the mother of all dead cat bounces so he says there's going to be a dead cat bounce also let's talk a bit more about the stocks here we got something messed up uh, with the US government Joseph Young saying the US government fought with lending hundreds of thousands of dollars to 18-year-old individuals with no credit cards, no past experience of dealing with large sums of money would be a good idea. The student loan in the U.S. is ruining the lives of millions of millennials. Yeah, man, this is such a huge scam. This is crazy. So, yeah, you can see here the growth rates, student loans, auto loans, mortgages, card, credit cards. You can see student loans is just skyrocketing since 2004. It's just crazy how much money is being lent. I mean, people are getting in debt for like thirty, fifty thousand dollars when they're like in their twenties. That is a crazy amount of money when you're in your twenties. How do you get out of that without, you know, selling your soul to do something you don't want to do? It's such, it's such a shame. It's such a scam. It's it's such a shame that it exists in the modern world today. Um, in such a huge, yeah, it's just so mainstream, right? Also, uh, Tour de Master having some arguments here about Ethereum versus Bitcoin. We got here, um, Ethereumism sounds a bit like Marxism to me. And then they say uh, proof of work is just a phase. Okay, they're, they're having some arguments here. And then Vitalik responds to that. I can play this game too. Look, the entire Bitcoin versus Ethereum debate, I think we should have some arguments, but I don't think it should get personal. I think that at the end of the day, it's better to have Ethereum than not have Ethereum at all. And I think it's, it helps the entire space. And I'm, I like Ethereum. I think it's an awesome project. Um, also, we got here Vitalik Buterin. So he said a controversial tweet. He says, I don't believe in proof of work, which is really silly, to be honest. I mean, proof of work has been working fantastic over the last 10 years. So it's probably one of the most solid things in the space. So saying that that doesn't work, even after 
Ethereum has been running on proof of work for four years. I don't know, maybe this is a little bit of out of context or something, but I'm surprised he said that. I mean, bro, like this has been working for Ethereum just fine uh, for the last four years. And this has been working great for Bitcoin for the last 10 years, right? So saying you don't believe in that doesn't make much sense to me. So then, yeah, people take it personal. So we got Jimmy Song. He says, like, I don't believe in Vitalik, which is completely unnecessary, bro. Like, you can criticize Ethereum, but there's no point in criticizing people, you know? Like, there's no need to take it personal. I mean, both of you are pretty cool people. I mean, Vitalik's freaking awesome. I mean, there's no need to attack anyone. You're going to meet them in real life at some point. It's just going to be awkward. I mean, just peace and love, bro, right? Also, Merry Christmas to all of you. Here is a message from the Pope on the big day by Bitcoin on a white Lambo. Oh, man, you're going to love Photoshop nowadays. Awesome. Also, something less awesome. We got uh, Patreon here uh, screwing over people pretty bad. So uh, we got Robert Spencer, which is an author um, writing controversial books. And he was just uh, removed from Patreon without explanation. Wow. Without explanation, warning or notice. No doubt is part of the ongoing efforts of the left to deny all platforms to those who reject its agenda. To those who support me there, thank you. I'm sorry we couldn't follow through on plans. They got banned. Uh, no explanation, warning or notice. Terrible, man. Terrible. Uh, your account has been disabled. If you believe this is an error, please visit our help center. Boom. This is really annoying. Hi, Robert. We emailed you earlier today, which explained that unfortunately MasterCard required us to remove your account. So basically MasterCard looked at his account, was like, yo, we don't like this guy um, and um, we, we, we need to ban him. So they then went to Patreon and they told Patreon to ban him and then Patreon obeyed. Okay, you tell us to, to, to ban him, then it's fine. Um, it's cool. I guess we'll just go and ban him because you told us to. So it's really a shame that it happens. I've been having issues with Stripe. So by the way, if any of you works at Stripe, like the company, the payment processor, um, or you know someone that works there, reach out to me. Like I've been having issues with them. I'd love to talk to someone, like to a real person there. That'll be great. Now, besides that, creators come get paid. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, such a shame. So Patreon is really screwing up. We're seeing this recurring thing again and again and again. And also speaking of donations, if you guys want to send me a Christmas gift, someone in the comments yesterday said they want to send me a gift or donations. I'll put a link in the video description to my Bitcoin address and my Ethereum address. So if you guys want to send me um, a Christmas gift, that'll be awesome. Um, regardless, I'm just happy to see you watch the videos. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, if I just the fact that you guys care enough to to watch these videos and then it helps you and you find value in it is immensely rewarding for me. But if still, you still want to send me some money, that'll be great. I'll be really happy. Also, uh, Bank of America reveals new blockchain patent targeting cash handling. So Bank of America just filed for a patent a year and a half ago, just continues to go into the space, right? Now, also amidst the stock market crashing, we got Trump urging Americans to buy the dip. Wow, this is not financial advice. Buy the dip. Sounds like it though. Voices confidence in Nuchning Powell. Okay, cool. So he basically said, uh, we have companies, the greatest in the world, and they're doing really well. <laughs> they, have kind of, they have record kinds of numbers. So I think it's a tremendous opportunity to buy, really a great opportunity to buy. Wow, I thought they're not allowed to give financial. Okay, never mind. I guess that goes out the window when the entire economy is at stake. So he basically tells people to buy the dip. I'm like, look, bro, the stock market went down 20%. That's, that's a big correction. 
But this is nowhere near uh, where it could go down. So telling this to people could be really irresponsible. I mean, 2008, we went down by how much? Let me zoom out. Where's 2008? There you go. Okay, let, let's just take a look. I'm, I'm curious about this financial advice. So we went from a top 1,572, right? All the way down to 667. Okay, so we went down <laughs> by like 60, 70%, something like that. So basically, if you bought after a 20% correction, you would buy here, right? Something like that. I'm getting, yeah, you would buy about here, right? That's 20% correction. So you buy that, and then after that, it will go all the way down here. You wouldn't be such a fan of the president after taking this advice. Yeah, this is just not smart advice to give to people. I, I, don't, I don't like it. It's also bad advice, in my opinion. We didn't have a financial crisis in 10 years. We don't know what's going to happen. Saying this is irresponsible to people that trust you and don't know much about finance and stocks, the average, right, the dumb money that hasn't been through a crash. Also, we got some uh, article here, some weird articles online nowadays. Um, if you could mine, you could mine one Bitcoin a month if you harvested the body heat from 44,000 people. So that's an article on Motherboard. Apparently, someone was bored enough to go and calculate the body heat of people and use it as a mining tool to mine Bitcoin. Uh, I mean, it's cool pictures. It looks like a cool article. I mean, someone has too much free time, in my opinion. But hey, it's cool. It's a little bit creepy, though. It's a little bit creepy. I don't, I don't like this kind of articles. But yeah, people are experimenting with Bitcoin. And obviously, it's going to breed some weird stuff at some point. Also, Jordan Peterson, uh, Peterson just started accepting uh, Bitcoin. So if you guys are fans of Jordan Peterson, I think he's awesome. Um, he started accepting Bitcoin donations due to Patreon censorship. Huh, interesting. Is he not on Patreon anymore? No, this is this is serious stuff. Like if he's not on Patreon, still on Patreon? No, people. Yeah, it looks like he's not on Patreon. I don't see it. Wow. Damn, that's impressive. Patreon are screwing up so bad, man. So unnecessary. Anyways, he started accepting Bitcoin. So yeah, you see, we do have a need for Bitcoin here. We we definitely need uh, something that is censorship resistant. This idea of something that's censorship resistant, uh, money that you cannot censor, is so powerful. It's so powerful. The longer I'm in the space, the deeper I go into it, and the longer I see how these kind of things happen and the issues that people are having with payments and money, it just makes it so obvious that we need something like this. Also, um, just to give you some perspective, 2018 in review, Bitcoin outperformed 40 out of the top 50 cryptocurrencies, um, and some of the 10 that outperformed Bitcoin like five of them are stable coins. So basically out of the top 45 coins, Bitcoin outperformed 40 of them. So um, the only coins that outperform Bitcoin are Bitcoin SV, Maker, Binance Coin, Aurora, and VeChain. Yeah, and everything else just crashed really hard. This is why I say like you always, you need to understand that Bitcoin, not only does it have a really large room to grow, like Bitcoin could 300x from here. Like it's definitely possible that Bitcoin could still 300x from here to like a million dollars per BTC. It's definitely a possibility, even though it looks hard to imagine. But the thing is like the risk on Bitcoin is much lower than these altcoins. These altcoins haven't been around for 10 years. They're not as secure. They're not as, um, they don't have a strong fundamental value. Bitcoin has been through so much stuff, which is why I say like when you hold Bitcoin, you still have a lot of um, like upside uh, benefit, but the downside is much smaller. Like the risk is much smaller. So that's why I say like when you take the probability weighted uh, version of risk and reward, 
Bitcoin has the best uh, risk reward, um, yeah, just decision argument in my opinion, which is why I think anyone should hold at least 60% of BTC in their portfolio, at least, if not more. Um, especially while we're not in a bull market and we're not close to, you know, the Bitcoin block halvening, you know, maybe when we start to have like a bull market in like one or two years from now, maybe it'll be a good time to start betting on alts. Right now, it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Be really careful with that. Also, um, a New Year's resolution. We got a motivational tweet here. We got a 10-year 10 10-year um, 10 um, motivational post. So this is 10 years. These pictures are 10 years apart. You can see how he got in shape, lost weight. That's awesome. So I'd like to ask you, what are you looking for in 2019? What is your New Year's resolution? And with that being said, I'd like to end the video saying if you guys are thinking about changing a career, maybe you're working at something you're not excited about, or maybe you'd like to make more money. Right now, there are companies that are hiring blockchain developers. They're going into the space, just like you saw Bank of America filing for that blockchain patent, right? They are hiring people in the space, you know, Facebook, Amazon. They're opening um, uh, blockchain divisions and they're looking into creating their own cryptocurrency and they're hiring smart contract developers. Now, the thing is, because this is a very new niche and there's not a lot of opportunity, there's not a lot of uh, past experience there, there's not a lot of people that know how to do it, there's not a lot of smart contract developers. So there's a lot of demand and there's very small supply. So the salaries are really high. They're paying you like anywhere from $85,000 to $145,000 a year as a smart contract developer. So you can make eight, ten thousand $10,000 a month, you know, working on Web 3.0, doing something you're excited about, you know, make that money every single month without risking it in crypto, without worrying about the volatility. And that way you could uh, become part of that revolution, which is really exciting. So I'm actually going to do a webinar. I'm going to put a link to it below. So if you guys would like to learn that, make sure to sign up and attend the live webinar. It's going to give you a lot, a lot of value. Um, and I'm going to show you how you can become a programmer, even if you have zero programming experience. I actually, um, my first uh, business was making Android apps right after high school. Um, I made apps that got millions of downloads. And it wasn't because I was smart or anything like that. I just want, I just use specific steps that I'd like to show you how you can do it too. Because back then, six years ago in 2012, you had Android apps that was really a big thing. That was the thing in demand. That was the growing market. Well, right now in 2018, 2019, 2020, the thing that is in demand really is smart contracts, um, dApps, decentralized applications. So it's awesome. So I'll put a link to it below. And if you enjoyed the video, please leave a like and subscribe. If you want to send me anything for Christmas, link below too. And yo, I love you guys. I love you. I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. See ya.